I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Cheers. Hey, guys. So before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, The Vein and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at devaneandassociates.com. I repeat, devaneandassociates.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast, the show where we celebrate young entrepreneurs and their achievements, and then we teach up and coming entrepreneurs how to make profit using their passion. And as usual, I'm your host, Lucky the Most. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys, episode 90. First and foremost, thank you guys um, for being here with me this this while. I'm very grateful. It's been an amazing ride. Happy New Year once again. I hope 2023 is an amazing year for you guys. So today, today's episode is a very special one. I have a I have a special guest in the building. A friend of mine. I met this guy back in BSC while I was working with BSC. He came, like, we were having a, an event there. And whenever we do, my boss invites him. He he has, an, he has a very unique business that we're going to talk about today. He restores stuff. What does he restore? I'm not going to say it, but he restores stuff. Bring it brand new. So when I saw what he was doing and his story, it was so amazing that I was like, I want to have you on my podcast. And he's like, yeah, man, I <laughs> he's he's down to go. Like, you understand? Right? He's like, yeah, let's make it happen. And today we're here to talk about his business, how he started, you know, like the value of what he does, how that can change our life. So, guys, without wasting any further of our time, make some noise for the one and only Kristen Kennedy, all the way from Verified Works. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me on your show. How was that intro? Did I miss anything? What's that? How was the intro? Did I miss anything? No, that was perfect. Okay. Right on spot. Right on spot. Yes. So, nice to meet you all. My name is Christian. I'm the founder and owner of Verified Works. As uh, he was mentioning before, we are a professional shoe cleaning and restoration company. So we do anything from small stain removals to complete restorations of shoes. Um, but just to get into a little backstory on kind of how my business got started. Yep. Um, I'm a huge sneakerhead. Today, I'm wearing some Tim's, you know, it's the wettest one. <laughs> yep, so, yep. You know, gotta, gotta keep the boots on. Um, but initially, I got my first pair of Jordans when I turned 23. Gotcha. And this was when I was a senior in college. I went to Plymouth State University, um, but I got a pair of Concord 11s. So just your basic Jordans. Jordans yeah. um, and then from there, I just obviously had a love for shoes growing up. I was always, I guess, a, a clean freak, you could say. So I was always trying to keep my shoes clean. That's and, good. You know, looking brand new, fresh out the box. Yeah. Um, never wanted to get old. Yeah, never wanted just to get so old. Just so obsessed with it. That it's like, <laughs> I want this to always be my baby, you understand, yeah. right? And the only yeah. way it can be your baby is when it's clean and... Exactly. Nice, yeah, exactly. I feel yeah, you, I feel you. Cleanest point. So, um, my senior year of college, you know, going to school in Plymouth State, there was always snow, um, tons of salt on the roads just from maintenance on the uh, for the snow and everything like that. So, yep. just through getting salt stains on my shoes, um, having dirt from, like, day parties or whatever, I was always cleaning my shoes. And closer to the end of my senior year, um, I was a business major, so it got to the point where... I was starting to get noticed more by my peers on how clean my shoes always were. Mm. So as a business major, I was like, well, you know, I'm making a decent amount of money from doing this. Why don't I start a legitimate business? Yes. yes. Um, so 
came up with a whole business plan, met with some of my teachers, um, ended up putting flyers around every building um, in the school. For you? Yep. For wow. Shout out to you. Thank yeah, you. thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Went downtown, asked to have like uh, potential partnerships with the businesses down there so they could help market my business. Um, and honestly, it just blew up ever since. Mm. You know, I've got a, uh, had a mentor that I worked with for, I would say, a year and a half, two years down here in Boston that kind of helped me solidify um, the entire process for getting my business more developed and things of that nature. And then it's gotten to the point now today where um, this is a big surprise for most people, but I'm actually working on developing a locker unit, yeah, um, which is going to be utilized as a drop-off location. Yeah. So we have a partnership, hopefully, with the BSC and the Prudential Center, where yeah, they're yeah. going to be the first location to uh, test our locker unit out. So That's I'm super dope, man. Excited about That's it. dope. I like the, the idea of the locker unit, even inside the gym, too, because, yep. I mean, most guys in the gym to have sneakerheads, you understand, right? So it's like an easy, after you walk out, or before you walk out, you can just drop it off and then yep. go home and then later come pick it up, right? That's, exactly. That's, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it's basically just going to be the process where you go, you drop off your shoes, you fill out a little form with like your basic information, name, phone number, email, um, what specific clean or restoration you're looking to get mm, done. Mm. You'll get notifications on when I pick it up yep. throughout the entire process. And then once I drop it off, you'll be able to go back to the same location, use a key, pick grab your up. shoes and... Good to go. Life made easy. Yes, sir. Exactly. I, I like how you're bringing innovation to the. I mean, for me, it's like the regular shoe cleaning. You right. you get right, but I like how you're taking that idea and just rebranding it and coming up with more creative ways of doing. It's like I'm like uh, the way Amazon does their their drop offs too, right? Like yeah. in like different locations in the box, and you just pick it up and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, man. So like. For me, cleaning shoes, I like the idea, but it's just time-consuming for me. Right. You get it, right? So when you said you were always cleaning your shoes, I would love to, like, I would love to clean my shoes. <laughs> I, I might start it the first week, you understand, right? After I got them there, like, this one, I'm going to take care of it. I'll clean it, I'll clean it. Right. And then before you know it, it's like, ah, Do I want to spend the time? Do I want to spend the time? And the mess you make, too, you right. get it, right? So right. what was my option? I started doing laundry. I started okay. putting it in laundry, just... Yep. And that eventually just killed most of my sneakers and mm. and all that. Like it's annoying. Right. And I thought I was saving money, but I realized that at the end, at the end of the day, like the shoe is gone. Right. And I, I and, and like I bought that for like a hundred and something. So like why why do I just want to throw a hundred and something dollars when I could just pay a certain price to just restore, like clean it, keep it right. clean, you understand, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's the biggest thing, too. It's like, I just feel like there's a huge misconception on how to clean your shoes. So people will just use, like, regular dish soap, right? And just scrub it in the sink or they'll just throw <laughs> it in the in the wash. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, you know, they take it out and it's ruined. And it's ruined, yeah. So, you know, it's like, to your point, you know, you spend 150 bucks or whatever on a pair of shoes, yeah. trying to clean them and then they're ruined. So it's like, <clears throat> I think it's better if you can spend... A fraction of the cost yeah. on getting your shoes properly cleaned, cleaned properly and then cleaned. you know they're gonna look brand new again, just like they came out of the box. Yeah, no, no, no. Like you said, properly cleaned. That there's something that's on your website that said, "Oh, you said something." Oh, where is it? Where is it? You said, "Oh, yeah, verified." Um, align people to relieve that exciting moments. You know, they had when they first got that shoe was what you guys stood for, and and yeah. that for me was like a wow moment because. I know when I get a pair of shoes, I'm excited, you understand, right? Right. And I want that moment to always, like, whenever I come back to that shoe, I want to relieve that moment that it's still clean, it's still yeah. new, you understand, right? It doesn't look old, yeah. So, exactly. yeah, like, that's that's really amazing. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you. And I feel like, you know, each story 
is different in terms of how people got their shoes, whether it was from like a friend or it was just like a hype release that they were able to hit on and yeah. things like that. So for me too, it's it's always exciting when I'm able to get a new pair of shoes. I'm like, mm. oh sweet, you know, I can't wait for my shoes to get I here, this, that, and the third. <laughs> you know, and it's uh it, it's just like an exciting moment that I want to be able to have you know, give people the ability to relive. Yeah. You know, whether that's on a complete restoration. Yep. Um, or whether it's just like a basic clean. You know, somebody went out to to go drinking one night and they got alcohol spilled on their shoes or whatever yeah. the case is. Yeah. You know. So it's just being able to provide people with that you know moment again of excitement. Um, and like, wow, you know, these are these are really my shoes. My shoes. That yeah. I was able to. I can't believe that I they re like restored something like that that I because most people give up on their shoes. You understand? Yeah. Right? Like yeah. this is. There's yeah. no hope for this. And then uh, there's this video I saw you posted, Blessed Hands. Yes. This guy was like, show these people what you can do with your hands. You understand, yeah. right? And <laughs> I saw those Jordans and they were completely They're trashed. trashed. Uh, yeah, I, I personally would have been like, all right, <laughs> right? Just forget about it. <laughs> and then before I know it, bam, it was like brand new. The soul, everything was white. Yep. Like, how did you do that? Like, is, is, this a is this a gift? Is this a talent? What is it? What is it? <laughs> Hey, as the challenge was, I have blessed hands. You blessed know? hands. <laughs> um, no, so basically how I'll do the icing is I use like a certain solution that I'll put after I go through and clean the entire yeah. shoe. And then I have a UV light, which basically will get rid of the oxidation and the yellowing, which happens on like um, any shoes that have like a clear sole. So like Jordan 11s, yeah. um, some Air Maxes have clear soles, um, and then the Jordan 1s that I restored as well. Uh, but I'll put them in the, the I call it my ice box. Um, so I'll put ice them in my icebox for usually a 24-hour session. Gotcha. And then dependent on how they look after that, I'll have to clean the uh, sole again, reapply the solution, and then put the plastic wrap over, and then I'll do another 24-hour session. So I'm working on uh, restoring two pairs right now that are one of one pair is on um, their fourth day of a 24-hour session. The other one's going into their third, which I just finished last night. Wow. So what is the process like? How long is the process of restoring um, sneak like a sneaker? Um, I would say... Let's say the hardest one. The hardest one you've ever done. Like, how long did it I'm, take? I'm working on that right now, oh, honestly. Wow. So, I have a pair of Jordan 5 Fire Reds, uh, which are on my page. Um, for those of you that don't know, my page is at underscore verified works. Or, excuse me, at verified underscore, underscore works. works. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Um, so, for any of you guys that want to check out my work or see my before and afters, go there, check it out, give us a follow. We greatly appreciate it. We're running sales and promotions weekly. Um, so, you guys might get lucky and be able to get join one of our sales. you have a YouTube? Uh, no YouTube. That is something that we're going to start as well. We do have a TikTok. Um, TikTok is also going to start getting more active as well with the videos. Gotcha. Um, so make sure everybody stays tuned for that. But um, the pair of fire res that I'm working on right now are absolutely like destroyed. Yeah. Um, the netting, I would say, is like a piss yellow. So it's a very, very, very dark yellow. The shoes were completely trashed. I have to go through actually because um, they have some deep tears on the leather. So I need to go through. I have to sand it out. Yeah. Once I sand it out, I'm gonna go back and reclean it once uh, one more time, and then I need to start applying the new paint coats. Mm. Um, so I would probably say this process will take me a little over a week um, to get everything completely done that I need to do to, for it. But the one thing about it is I'm never rushing for time. Yeah. Because I want to do the most diligent job I can that on is each true. shoe. That is true. Just to make sure that the customer is happy, and yep. then obviously I'm doing my due diligence and making the shoe. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I like yeah. that. I like that. And the fact that it takes more than a week to get it done, it's really amazing. I mean, I, I don't think you, the price you would charge is not even like, like that length 
of work you put in to do it. You, right. you, you, you get it at the time you put in to do it. I'm just curious, like, how did you get to this point where you know how to restore? You don't just know how to clean, you restore sneakers. Like, you basically give second chances to sneakers. You understand? <laughs> like, you have another life. <laughs> you have another life, man. You can go back another, you know, and you can still give them a third life. You understand? Exactly. <laughs> as long as the owner is willing to, you know, hey, man, give this shit some life for me. Right. You're, you're always there too. You understand? Like, how did you get to this level where you can restore? Um, honestly, a lot of YouTube. A lot of YouTube. When I initially started this, I had just a general knowledge on how to clean shoes. When I was growing up, my mom actually was the one who was always cleaning my shoes. If I would go out and play, like, Mom, can you please clean these? Like, they have a a dirt scuff on them. I don't want them to look like this anymore. It's embarrassing. Um, So, you know, it just got to the point where I was watching my mom do it for a while. And then, you know, in college, I just, when I started my business, was like, all right, well, you know, if I'm going to really do this, I need to learn how to properly properly, clean shoes and everything. So... Just started watching a ton of YouTube, uh, things of that nature, and then got a better understanding for how to properly clean shoes. Um, and then honestly, man, just trial and error. I started trying to restore like some of my own shoes that I wanted to fix up. Um, it got to the point where you know I could do it without even thinking twice about it. And mm. then when other people asked me to start doing restorations, it just became kind of a lot easier for me to get a better understanding on what I needed to do, the ins and outs of everything. Um, but yeah, I would say to answer your question, YouTube. YouTube. No, shout out to YouTube, man. Yeah, shout out to YouTube. <laughs> YouTube University. Like, I know so many people that start up, you know, they had the basic knowledge and in order to, like, improve, you know, just constantly. Like, how many hours did you think you spent on YouTube just... <sighs> days. 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 Days watching YouTube. Like, when I would get done my classes, uh, for instance, I'd go home, like, throw on a restoration video and figure out, like, how to clean, um, like, a pair of Harachis or something. Yeah. So I'd spend, like... 20 30 minutes watching the video and then on the shoes i would try to master everything that the person did on the video that i could do uh, for the shoes as well did you ever like doubt yourself in this process because um you're using youtube you get me right yeah you're trying to you know like this wasn't something that it wasn't a talent for you you get me right you yeah. learned you spent hours on your craft being good at it and sometimes people doubt themselves you know in those moments like i can't do this let me just you know give up and just do something else with my life like did you ever had that moment or that point in your life where you kind of like doubted yourself and wanted to go a different route yeah i mean so being an athlete my entire life i feel like i've always held myself to such a high expectation on how i perform whether that's in school you know work or my business Um, but to answer your question, yeah, I mean, I still have times where, you know, I'll look at a pair of shoes and be like, Jesus, like, can I, you know, can I really even do this? Like, do I have the skill set to really restore this, this, you know? And it's like, I don't know why I think twice about it because then I'll look back at my work, my past work that I've done on other shoes Mm, and I'm like, dude, mm. look what you got. (laughs) I brought these shoes out basically in the grave back to life, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have those moments where I second guess myself and it's something that I'm trying to work on because I know I have the capabilities Capability and talent to, to do yeah, it, especially yeah. looking back at my past work. Um, but, you know, there's always that that little moment where I'm like, dude, these are trash. Like, are you, you know, are you really going to be able to bring these back to yeah. life again? And then I start working on it and I'm like, you got this, man. Just keep doing, keep doing what you're doing. You know, you, you've already brought shoes that are in worse condition than this back to life. Yep. So this should be no problem for you. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. But was there ever any sneaker that you couldn't bring back to life? It's like, this is gone. Um. Well, I thought that about the Jordan ones. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably thought those were, yeah, those just with, just with the condition those were in, I didn't think I could bring those back. Um. But just once again with my process and I know what I'm doing now, you know, 
Um, I, I, I really don't think there's any shoe that I can't bring back. Facts, facts. So after you brought those Jordan ones back to life, what was the feeling like? Did you feel like, I'm untouchable, right? Like, I can oh. do, if I can bring this back to life, I can bring Yeah, I, literally, I was like, I felt like I was on top of the world after I brought those back, especially um, when I was able to physically create that video yeah. the blessed, from the Blessed Hands Challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that, that video and seeing how beat they were yeah. and then bringing them back to life, that was like, that was the icing on the cake for me. I was that's like, I, I, I literally can do anything. If you can do those, yeah, you can like, that was like the aha moment for you. Oh my God, yeah, I was like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and and like, the, the owner, like, I wonder, like the customer, how did they feel when, you know, you bring these shoes back to life for them? I mean, they're just, they have no words. I know, they're because they're like, huge sneakerheads too. And oh yeah. They, yeah. There's memories attached to those yep. shoes that they want to keep in. Exactly. Just, and then, so the crazy thing too about those Jordan ones is the customer that I clean those for he used those as golf shoes. Really? Yeah. So they were obviously caked Cake. in dirt. The bottoms were like the dark, dark yellow from oxidation. From the mud. Yeah, yeah. The mud. I'm just like, but hey, like, well, like I said, you know, I brought them back to life. So um, he was very, very pleased and happy to, wow. to get those back again. Oh, wow, great job, man. So, thank great you. Job, I appreciate it. Now I'm, it. I'm happy you like this is. It's like, I'm happy for the kind of work you're doing, you, you get it, right? Not everyone thinks about sneakers and thinks of giving them a second chance. You understand, right? right? People are like, we're more human. We're trying to, we're looking for like the big, like things that are of, you know, bigger magnitude, you understand, right? Like right. humans getting them fed, but like the fact that you just felt like I could bring sneakers back to life too, you understand, right? And now you're giving second chances to yeah. dead sneakers it's just it's just amazing it's just amazing so the next question is like when you came up with this idea like what did your family say you know when you said hey man i wanted to you know start cleaning sneakers and yeah. like what did your friends and family think so this was something i actually wanted to bring up to you a lot of my friends were uh like thinking that the idea was so stupid i know a lot of i got honestly got a lot of hate for it initially um they're like oh you're gonna clean shoes that's stupid like, that's stupid yeah that? like right um then you know i kind of just use that as motivations you know i was like whatever fuck you guys like i can you know i can do what i want to do, do and i'm it. gonna i'm gonna make the best of it so yeah. i just started grinding as hard as i could like i said you know putting the flyers up around my entire school and mm. every academic building mm. going downtown creating like an instagram page marketing my business all this stuff and guess who the first people were to ask me to clean their shoes? Your friends. That's always how it is. Right. You know? And it's like, I obviously am so thankful for them supporting, supporting me and yeah. everything like that. But it's also kind of just like a ha-ha moment. Ha-ha moment, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, well, now you need my services and you thought it was <laughs> yeah. a joke at first. Right? <laughs> at first, at first, it was like, uh, why are you wasting your time doing this? Right, exactly. You know? same, same here, like with uh, my fitness journey. Like, I remember when I first started, friends were laughing at me like, mm-hmm. right, you, you like, it's not going to work. You get me, right? You like stop wasting your time. You right. know this is nothing. This is you, you didn't come to the United States to to lift weight. You came to work. You came to make money. But guess what? I'm making money off that. Exactly. Right? Like exactly. yeah, right. And, and now they're the ones that are saying, Yo, bro, how do I, do I, I, I should have listened to you. I should have worked out with you when you're working out. I need your help now. Please right. help me get back on. You know, like so. It's like those moments can either like make or break you. Right. You know, just depend on the kind of person you are. You can take that exactly. as a challenge and say, okay, you know what? Exactly. I'll prove you motherfuckers wrong that right. I can do this. You understand, exactly. right? That's exactly. kind of like the mindset I had. Just like, oh, I got to prove this guy is wrong that yeah. this is it for me. And I mean, I think that's the biggest thing too for anybody. You know, if you're starting a new journey in life, whether that's a business, you know, health-wise or whatever, stick to it regardless of what people say to you. Yeah. Because as long as you have the commitment and the drive to get and reach your goals, no one's going to stop you. Facts. And especially when you get to that point at the top, 
then you're gonna have all those people that were rashing on you and saying this is a stupid idea right behind you supporting supporting you, you and like asking for help and exactly yeah. exactly so you know I, I think it's just don't listen to what other people say and stick to your guts if something is aspiring to you that you want to try to do yeah do it don't let anybody tell you tell you otherwise facts like what are the instances have you had in your life where like um you wanted to go for this idea and people just said nah it doesn't make sense but you still went with it and mm -hmm. it became successful yeah so um believe it or not i actually grew up ski racing oh really yeah um so i grew up ski racing i started skiing when i was two years old and then i started racing in fifth grade yeah um, i'm initially from pennsylvania so i grew up ski racing there um but being an african-american within the ski industry is something that's unheard of especially yeah. racing yeah so growing up you know i had a lot of backlash as being the only black person ski racing oh. and was told i can't do a lot of things just because of that yeah well fast that's forward a couple of years i won the pennsylvania state championship oh, in 2011 wow. oh, wow. um, first african-american male to ever win a ski racing state championship oh, wow. in the united states oh wow 2000 yeah, 2010, excuse me, I placed second place. 2011 is when I won. After I won, I went to Junior Olympics. I placed 15th in Junior Olympics out of Are 140 kids serious? across the entire world. Um, and then I got recruited by some ski racing academies and things of that nature. So I ended up dropping out of my high school back school, home in yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I went to Waterville Valley Academy my sophomore, junior, and senior year of high school. Um, and at that point, I wanted to try to reach my biggest goal, which was trying to ski for the USC US, team. Yeah. Um, so I ended up breaking my leg my senior year, which oh. kind of, you know, really screwed up the process for that. And then I took a post-grad year off of um, high school after I graduated in 2014. And then um, ski raced again at Waterville and was able to travel all around the world doing uh, a bunch of different races and things like that. Wow. And then had the opportunity to ski race for uh, Plymouth State, which is a Division One ski team. Wow. So thank you, man. I appreciate yo, it. But yo. I've had a lot of rejection and people doubting me because I'm an African-American ski racing. You know, mm. it's just something that you don't really see too often. So just from that and, you know, the opportunities that I've been able to have within my life um, to get me to that point has really pushed me to never give up on anything, anything because yeah. I know I can do it. Facts. And imagine if you gave up, like, when they said no, you, you right. took that no. None of this would have happened, you right. know. You were the first black kid to you said win um uh, ski racing ski racing that would have never happened right exactly that's huge yeah and like we're just gonna let that not happen because people said no right because people said you can't you yeah. you get or, it like or because of the stereotype yeah, like it's, it's ridiculous you know it's crazy but it's like if i wouldn't have continued to chase my dream yeah i wouldn't be here i wouldn't have gone to school in new hampshire you know i wouldn't have had the opportunity to move down to boston i wouldn't have been able to meet you yep none you know, of this would have i don't know if i would have had a sneaker, sneaker business mm, i feel like mm. everything in life obviously happens for so a reason yeah and i'm blessed that i've been able to get to this point just through my aspirations and you know never really giving up yo bro that's that's powerful man that's powerful wow Thank you. so um let's talk about you know so you started the shoe business yeah. and now you're selling mesh too yeah. How did you, you know, verified baby? One of my, one of my hoodies. Yeah. So <laughs> how, how did you link both of them? Like, you know, how did you come up with that idea? And, and yeah. how was the process like for you? Um, so the process actually took a long time just because I wanted to find a very good supplier. Yeah. I needed to find someone who could do the exact embroidery that, that I wanted. That you, yeah. Yeah. Um, at an affordable cost. Um, and then, you know, just getting everything done in terms of like being able to market it out. So what I had did initially was I took probably a month to find where I wanted to supply my clothes from, 
took me a while to also figure out the embroidery place um, that I wanted to. Shout out to Leo, Embroidery by Rosa in Somerville. It's my guy. If you guys ever need embroidery work done, check him out. I have to check him out too. Yep, man. <laughs> yep. That's my guy. Um, he, he takes great care of me, so I definitely would recommend him to anybody who's looking to get stuff done. Um, but the process was pretty hard, actually, um, just because I didn't want to have bad products. So yeah. I would say the first test I did, though, for not this kind of hoodie, but I have a bunch of other designs, my other hoodies, um, I did... This was when, like, the bleaching of the hoodies was pretty big. Oh, yeah, 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 tie-dye. Um, so I did a couple of those, and then from just customer reviews, the hoodies were actually starting to fray on, like, the cufflinks just because of the bleach and the material. Oh. So at that point, that was a learning experience for me, right? Yeah. Um, I don't ever try to look at something as I'm failing. Mm. I try to look at it as... I made an error or a mistake, so it's a learning experience. Yeah. Now, since I have that knowledge, I'm going to change it for the next drop that I do or whatever the case is. Facts, facts. Um, but yeah, I mean, the process took took a pretty long time, you know, just to solidify everything. And then I was doing it out of my, like, selling all the stuff out of my room. So anytime I would have an order come in, I would just lay this, the hoodie or sweatshirt on the floor or whatever with a name tag. And then I'd have to box it up, drive over drive to the a, post office, send it, it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was initially when I first started it. And that process was just so time consuming. Um, it got to the point where I thought potentially working with the distribution center would be better. But yeah. So I ended up having a partnership with a distribution center in Florida. And they made a replication of my apparel page on my website. Yeah. So anytime an order got placed, it would go to the fulfillment center and they would do a make to order. So if someone ordered a sweatshirt, they would make it to them, ship it out, and they would handle the entire process. Yeah, you don't have to. So I don't have to do anything anymore. Yeah. Because it just got to the point where I was going to the post office every single day. Every single day, yeah. And I was just like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah, no, I feel you. So that was a huge, huge step just in the process of my apparel line. Um, And then after, I would probably say about seven months, um, ended the partnership there, and I kind of just wanted to rebrand everything come up with new designs, take more time uh, perfecting the craft of like my apparel and stuff like that. So as of right now, I don't have the partnership anymore with the distribution center, um, but I'm focusing more so on getting the locker units done and then having a new release here um, in terms of my apparel for the spring. Mm, yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. So it sounds like, I mean, based on your conversation, your, I could tell that you have this mental toughness in you, like, you know, you don't take no for an answer, you um, you never give up, you know, like, what, how did you build this person, like, you know, where did it all start from you? Yeah, um, I think it's just, once again, just, you know, the experiences I've been through in my life, um, I've been told no, I can't do things a lot, and every time I've been told no, my first question is why? Mm. Why? You know, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? My parents always hated it. I would say, oh, you can't do this today. I'm like, why not? Why not? I want to go hang out with my friends. No, why not? (laughs) It's not a disrespect, but I just want to know, like, why not? Yeah. Right. Um, And I'm in sales for my day job. Um, And a big part of sales is rejection, right? So I'm always asking people when they don't want to do something, why not? not? Yeah. Right. So I think it's just through the past experiences I've had being an athlete like, a lot of my ski racing coaches were so hard on us, but that's what really fuels me is when someone's hard on me. Um, so I think it's just through, you know, having the coaches, the rejection that I've had throughout my entire life has just given me the mental toughness that I need, um, you know, really just to aspire to be better every single day. And, you know, one thing I always tell myself is as long as I can get 1% better each every, day, yeah. at the end of the year, I'm going to be 365% better, better than I was before. Fact, fact. Yeah, no, that's, so, that is powerful. 
Good it's mindset. One thing I always too. try to live by, man. Yeah. So let's let's go back to that. You know, the college years. You started this. You had this idea. You started this business. So how did you go? Did you start? Did you you have a you had the business like you were working for someone like you're working with a company and then you did this on the side or you went full time into it and then later on you started the sales business. Like how did you balance between? Because I mean sometimes we worry about we have this idea and we worry about paying bills and making money and sometimes the mm-hmm. the business is not a, at first it's not enough to to pay us that amount we want so we can pay our bills. You understand, right? right so right, because right. of that, people put their dreams to the side and chase the nine to five route. You understand, mm-hmm. right? How did you balance this whole idea of, okay, I need a job to pay my bills. And then also I want to still do this on the side. Yeah. Well, in college, I basically was a full-time athlete. I didn't really have time to even have a job just because in the mornings we go training Train. to training at like 5 a.m. in the morning, 6 a.m. Yep, in the morning. Yep. I would come home from training. I would immediately have class. So I'd have to go to class for the day. After class, we had an evening workout. After my evening workout, it was basically dinner time, and then I would do any additional schoolwork I had or shoots. So I would just try to squeeze in whenever I had free time to work on my shoes yeah. um, to be able to get those done and then obviously give them back to the customers in a timely manner. But it was pretty hard trying to balance being a full-time athlete yeah. with the workload and then also the sneaker business too because I was trying to get that to the level where I wanted it to be at um, or even just growing so it was a lot of work to try to handle all three at once um, but once again I think just with being an athlete and I'm so regimented to a schedule yeah. I think it was easier just because of that for me to be able to work in all three facts, being able to handle facts facts well wow. so it's like like you said everything happens for a reason like being an athlete everything just kind of like those I was telling someone like our stories are our superpowers. Like this, those things we go through, those things life's put us through. Not having this, not having that. That's what actually makes us strong. When the right time comes to use that strength, right? You like you know your story. You know being an athlete and how you're able to have a a solid schedule that you can't break. You, you get me right, and the discipline you got from that. Someone else might be saying this is too much for me, right. but now coming fast forward to a day like this you're saying that that's actually what helped you mm-hmm. to be able to handle everything that life threw at you you understand right the work the business the sale everything like from those moments that you went through so it's just amazing like how the things we go through in life actually happens for a reason yeah and most of the time it's for a good reason to strengthen exactly. us for bigger things that are coming that we have no clue about exactly and i think that's you know i oversee that too it's like you know why, well, why is this happening right now i have no idea and then, you know, two months down the line, I'll be like, wow, you know, this really happened for the moment I'm at right now in my yep. life. So, you know, to your point, it's always like there's always a reason behind everything. And yeah. it's just trying to focus on the bigger picture and realizing what that reason is. That's fact. So what style of marketing works best for you? Like, you know, social media, in-person referral, handing out cards. Like, what do you what have you noticed that in your in your business? This is what works for me. Yeah, um, I would say it's a mixture of both. Social media, obviously, because I can reach the masses yeah. with social media, marketing ads, and all that kind of stuff. But I'm such a personable person. I love talking to people. people yeah. I love interacting with people one-on-one. Um, so kind of how I started my business initially, or how I got it to grow, was just by going up to people at the gym. Mm. Right? I would see people wearing you know, a fresh pair of Jordans yeah. or a fresh pair of shoes, and I'd go up and be like, hey, like I like your shoes. Like I would ask them, how do you keep them so clean? Right, as just like an alley oop. Yeah, yep. Like, yeah, oh, yo, yeah. I got, you know, I throw them in the wash or whatever. I'm like, oh, all right, we'll take one of my cards. I, I know I, I have a professional shoe cleaning restoration company. 
We do anything from small stain removals to complete restorations on shoes. I'll give them my card, um, all my business cards. I always have a link to my website yeah. and my Instagram page so they can specifically see what my what business you, is about, yeah. um, what services we provide, and then my Instagram for all of my before and after work so they mm. get a full understanding on the work that I actually am able to provide for them. Um, so I would say, yeah, it's a 50-50 split. To reach the masses, though, Instagram has been my number one source of that. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I, I always love the face-to-face interactions as well um, from, from people, too. Yeah, that's that's a lot of um, business owners, young entrepreneurs don't want to do, like, putting themselves out there for their business. They feel shy, oh, I can't, I'm, I'm shy in front of yeah. people, but, like, that's what you need to do to mm-hmm. grow your business. Right. Or else, like, money is not going to fall from this guy and just... No. Clients are not just going to come out of nowhere and say, hey, I want to, you know, and that's why most of them stop business because like, oh, no clients. Exactly. But like, have you done, and people say like, oh, I've done everything like I can do, but like, have you really, and people take no personality, you understand, right? So once they get it, like two notes, like, okay, it's not, it's not working, you understand, right? This is not for me, but right. people don't really know that. Like you have to get a hundred no's to get one oh, yes. yes. Yeah. You That's have to how, be able to accept rejection. Jesus yeah. Christ. A lot of people don't know how to handle rejection. Like, once yeah. they get a no, it's like, oh, man, they will, no one likes me. No one wants to support my business. You understand, right? right? But it's like, what you're asking for is huge, and life yeah. is not just going to give it to you. You understand, right. right? You have to pay that price. And sometimes that price is getting that rejection because mm-hmm. I'm a trainer, too, and I know, like, most of... I go out, like, handing out cards to people, and yeah. most of the time it's a no, you know? Most of the time it's a, you know, but you're always just... You're not thinking about the no. You're thinking about that yes. Right. You understand, right? right. You're just motivated. You're, you're motivated by that yes that is coming. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, I can get this nose out of my way as yeah. soon as I can <laughs> so I can get to that yes because there's a yes somewhere. You understand? Right. So just, right just, just say, yeah, find the right person. The more you give out, the the quicker you get to that yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, no. It's exactly. very, very, very impressive. Very impressive. But like, how, how do you handle your business? How did you learn to handle your business like did your mentor help you or you you kind of like did everything on your own and then later on the mentor came in yeah so just being a business major in school i think that oh, yeah. set me up for success, success just yeah. all the classes and all the bullshit uh, <laughs> that that, that, that we didn't like right that i didn't like and then it's like oh shit well you know now i have a business, <laughs> yeah, I have a business. i'm actually using the stuff i learned um i would say to to really get a full understanding on how I wanted to operate it was just from you know watching YouTube videos mm. um, Shark Tank is probably one of also my favorite shows so just watching Shark Tank seeing how people would you know propose their business onto the shark saying you know this is what I've this done is this is the sales and all that stuff kind of just helped me and then you know especially as a sneaker business just having like the loyalty cards for instance so whenever you guys get your shoes clean um, by us, we give you a loyalty card. Yeah. So after you get your fifth clean, you can choose any service you want for free. Ah, you see. So, yep. so yeah. that's another way to draw in customers, um, which has been fantastic. Yeah. Um, but just, I've really wanted it to try to create it on my own, you know, have my own, have my own twist on the business, have my own, you know, things that I'm offering to uh, the customers to have more customer value. Um, so another thing that we just started doing is shoe tags. So we have a shoe tag Anytime you get your shoe cleaned, it'll go on the shoe. But basically what it is, it says verified works, professional shoe cleaning and restorations. Yeah. And then on the flip side, it says verified clean with the blue check mark. That's still you. Yep. So I think that's just a cool little feature that we've added. Um, also, the name verified works kind of represents, you know, to the point is I want to make everybody feel special when they get their shoes cleaned. Yeah. Right. I want them to be able to relive those exciting moments they had. 
and I kind of followed it as a blue check mark on Instagram or social media, right? You're verified, yeah. which means you're someone of importance yes. or you're very popular. Yes. So by doing that. the name verified works, I kind of wanted that to kind of resemble the same thing as you're a, a, a person of importance. Yes. You know? You know, you're going to get your shoes clean and they're going to look brand new again and you're going to feel amazing being able to go back out in those shoes that you have some type of attachment to or some memory with. And, you know, you're going to be able to relive those exciting moments that you've once had before. And also, you're verified. And you're also verified now. Which, which people people want to feel important, you understand, right. right? Maybe Instagram couldn't verify them, but they got verified from you, so... Exactly. That's, exactly. I'm part of your family now, you understand, right? right? right. The Instagram family family. didn't work for my, me, but your family <laughs> verified me, so... You're, you're people want to feel accepted, you understand? Right. People want to feel valued, like, you know, I... Yeah, like, it's like the little things you do. Right. Instagram couldn't verify you, but with me, you're verified. Yeah, understand? Now you're, now you're officially now verified. verified. You're part of this family now, I understand? Yeah. So that's that's very, very amazing, man. Like, how did you learn all this, you know, just customer services and, you know, the, the card placement that you talked about, the tag, um, the, you know, watch five, you know, do five pairs, get one free service. Like, how did you come up with all this skills, man? Um, so I would say for the loyalty card, it just reminded me of, like, uh, I forget what the place is. is I know it's a West Coast thing. It, um, it's a certain sandwich place. Okay. But anyways, every, every time you go, you got a loyalty card. And they stamp it. Yeah, and they yeah. stamp your loyalty card. Or same thing with, like, a car wash. You know, you go to your car wash, you get a stamp. And then I was like, okay, well, that would be kind of cool if I had this for my business. You get your shoes cleaned. After, let's say, five cleans, you can choose whatever one you want for free. Five. So I started testing it out. I initially did it, um, I would say, a month or two after I started my business, and people loved it. They're like, oh, well, now I can get, you know, your most expensive packet for free. Mm. And I'm like, sure. Sure. Yeah. You know, you, you have obviously earned that right. Because you've yeah. Come to me five yeah. times now. So this is a this is a service that I want to provide to you. Facts. Thank you for coming to us and trusting us with your shoes. Facts. Now I want to take care of you and you can choose whatever you want for free. I like them. Uh, you got to give something to get something. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like um, Gary V. You know Gary V, right? Yep. That's my, a book. Hey, I listen to his podcast. I know, right? There's the thing. It, jab, 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 uppercut. Give, 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 take. You understand, right? right? Like that's kind of like how it is. People gotta give, give, give you, and then there should be a time where they, you know, take two. You understand, that's right? Yeah, it shouldn't course. be always just giving, just giving, just giving, giving. Yeah. You have to have that time where you give a free service. Like speaking of, when you first started, were, were there any time that you had to give out a free service just to, you know, as a trainer? Like I know some most of my clients, I give them an extra session. You get mm-hmm. right, like let's say first, you know, starting at first, you know. It's like the more I work with you, I'm also improving myself. You get right. me right. So like I remember some clients that couldn't couldn't afford three session a week uh, a week and said, "Hey, I would love to do this, but I can't. Mm. Can I just do two? And I would train that one extra. It's like, okay, I have that time available. You understand me, right? right. I want to work with you because that would help you get better. And once mm. you get better, it affects me too. People right. will see that from you and say, "Who do you work with? You understand, right? Mm. And the only way I can that can happen is the more time I spend with you. Exactly. Like were there any time you know on your journey where it's like okay you had to like give someone a you know they, they couldn't make up the price for it you understand right but you're like you know what i work with you just to just to you know still put myself out there you know right. like was there any time like that yeah um i would say definitely in college i'm fully aware that in college people are more strapped for money money um, yeah so I was doing a lot of free services just mm. so I could get my name and my recognition out there. Like, wow, he's actually legit. He can actually clean shoes. Clean shoes, yeah. So I was doing like $10 shoe cleans in college um, for people. Or I'd have specials where it was like a $5 clean. 
um, things like that, just so I could build up my business and yes. continue to show people that I'm able to, able to, yeah. to be a legitimate you know, shoe cleaner. Yes. Um, so that's what I, would, I was doing for a long time in school, and it even got to the point, too, where when I initially started, I was just doing free cleans. Wow. I hit up my friends and be like, hey, man, yeah, like, clean. <laughs> if you have dirty shoes, I'll clean them for free. Seriously. And then, it once again, the traction just came from continuous work and repetition um, and you know, more and more clients started to come to me and then it just got to the point, like I said, where I was like, I, I, I want to start a business out of this, mm. but yeah, I mean, I you think, have to pay that price. Oh yeah. You have to pay the price. You I think every, anything you do price. in life, you have to pay your dues, right? Your dues, Before you can yes, get to the, yes. to the point where everything's can, a little bit more easier. Yeah. You have to like give, I mean, for people can, people can trust you. You get me right. right. You have to earn that trust. Right. You just don't come out of nowhere and say, hey, pay me to clean your shoes, understand, right? Yeah. You either have two options. Either you can show them a testimonial of someone, yep. or you can do it in front of them to see, you understand? Yeah. And, and when you don't have that testimonial, you have no choice but right. to exactly. use them as their own. Okay, I'll work with you for a certain, you know, free just to show you what I can do. Mm-hmm. And then after that, if you trust me, you can pay. And that's what works. Once they trust you, they pay anything for oh, that yeah. service. Yeah, yeah. That's what, like, that's literally what we miss on a lot of times. We always think money, 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 money. Yes, the money is important, but you have to give, you understand me, right, to a certain level where this person trusts you enough right. and now they can give you anything you ask yeah. for. I feel like it's, you know, big. You have to provide them with the value. Yes, the you know, value. Show, show, show them what you show can them actually what you, do and how yes, you can help them. Yes, You know, it's the same thing with, you know, personal training with your business. It's like you're changing someone's life. Yes, so, you know, it's being able to show them, listen, like, what you're doing right now, I will be able to put you in a better place in a month. In a month, that, yeah. Or, you know, two weeks, whatever the case is. Yep. Just giving them that exposure to, you know, living a better, healthier lifestyle. Definitely. Oh, that's something that really, really, like, I, I used a lot, like, you know, working with people when they don't have. And when they have, they know me that this guy was there with me, like, when... There was nothing, you understand, right? right? Like uh, Steve Harvey said, you know, the the baba that worked with him, you know, was paying him how much? They were both having nothing, you understand, right? But now he pays him like grants for a haircut, you understand, right? Just, a lot of money. A lot of money. Like, <laughs> More money like, than I was like, 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 just being there with me this while, like, I respect you from nothing to something, you understand, right? Yeah, that's amazing, man. So, like, in this industry, you know, like, you're, you, you said, you know, like, Things that separate you from your competitors, like, but like, what makes you unique? What is that thing that speaks you when I look at your shoes? You understand me, right? Like, what's that extra thing you do that others don't do? You understand, right? I think it's just a my personality. Mm. Um, I'm so charismatic in everything I do, and I always, you know, want to put my best foot forward. Not to be cliche, but I, I really think that's what separates me most. Is I am so diligent and careful with the the meticulous work that I need to do that goes into shoes and I take my time with it I feel like I'm so you know caring about providing my customers with the best value and really getting their shoes back to life again yeah I think that's the biggest thing that really separates me from any other people that are out there doing the cleaning and restorations um, you know, I think it's, like I said, it's just the, the person who I am and, and how much I really care about putting my good work into the shoes so that, you know, you have the exciting moment that you did when you first got them. Yeah. You know, whether that's five years ago, yeah. a year ago, a week ago, yeah. um, whatever the case is. So I, I think that's the biggest thing that really separates me from the competition, I guess you could say, or the other people out there that are trying to, you know, do the same thing as, as mm-hmm. me. And where did that come from? Do you have an idea? Um, honestly, I think it's just who 
my parents have raised me to be the the man I've become just through my life experiences, you know, the uh, people that have inspired me throughout my entire life, some teachers and things like that. Um, I think it's just, you know, a lot of those factors have all fell into place for who I am today. Yeah. And especially just with the person who I want to be. You know, I, I, I want to be someone who's looked at as a positive influence for others, especially, you know, in the skiing community with my business. Um, I just want to be looked at as someone who, you know, is a positive influence on others. That's dope. That's dope, man. So, like, how does one, like, what does one have to do to succeed in this industry that you're in? Like, you know, yeah. someone wants to start this business. Like, what are some other things that you're like, okay, these are things that you need to do that will help you to succeed in yeah. this business um i would say a lot of research mm. uh, a lot of research because each shoe does not always need the same clean right so you have different materials you got your suede you have your mesh you have um patent leathers you have your new like there's so many so different many materials different, yeah. that require different like stiffness for bristle brushes to clean so there's a lot of knowledge that you need to have to be able to properly clean a shoe. Yeah. Um, so I would say a lot of research and just stick to your guts. You know, if you want to try to get into this industry, 100%, you're going to have to spend a lot of time marketing, a lot of time perfecting your craft. So just don't ever give up is my biggest thing that I have to say for anybody who wants to really start getting into the sneaker business. Um, but just, yeah, make sure you do a lot of research, perfecting your craft. You're, you're going to have a lot of trial and errors with shoes. So if you have dirty shoes yourself, I would try cleaning them first. Yeah. Um, and then once you're able to get comfortable with how to, you know, properly clean it, then try to start taking on clients and things of that nature mm. um, and just going from there and building your business. Oh, wow. That's nice, man. I like how you said that um, two shoes are not the same. So the same way you clean one is not the same way you clean the other. Exactly. And that's what we don't know. Mm -hmm. You get it, right? We just think everything is the same process of cleaning. And then you discover <laughs> that, damn, I shouldn't have used the should've water. I shouldn't have, have done this. And it's like personal training, too. You don't yeah. train, too. It, it's amazing that it, it kind of like that same principle applies to almost everything. Like yeah. you don't have you, you don't just have a general, you know, program that you give to everybody to just follow because everybody's unique and different, you know. Right. Same way, like you just talked about that shoes are also unique and different you have to treat them like the way you yeah. treat a human and, and give them the special treatment mm -hmm. to be the best version of themselves oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and, and then and then give the other shoe to bro well, really like i had no clue no no clue <laughs> no, idea no idea what to do okay so what are some like what's one thing that you do to keep your business running like you know what do you think is the most important thing you do to keep your business running and thriving every day um, honestly, marketing, marketing, right. marketing, because everybody out there has dirty shoes, right? Yeah. So it's everybody. just, everybody has dirty shoes, whether it's a small stain, yep. wear your shoes, right? They're obviously going to have wear and tear. So it's getting the exposure out there of what I'm able to provide and actually do for the shoes is the biggest part because the more people I'm able to reach, then, you know, people are going to second guess. Wow. Look at their shoes. Damn. These are pretty dirty. You know, maybe I should get them cleaned. So it's like, I have people now. Um, I had this guy actually a couple weeks ago call me from Austin, Texas. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, is this Verified Works? I'm like, yeah, yo, this is Christian with Verified Works. Like, how can I help you? He's like, you know, hey, I came across your videos online. You do amazing work. And honestly, my heart kind of just, like, dropped because it's like, wow. You know, all of the work and the time I've spent into cleaning shoes, building my business, the hours that I've put into research – is actually paying, paying off. off yeah. It's like, you know, I'm able to reach someone in Austin, Texas. Texas. Who that, I never would have thought that. You know, I thought it was just for the most part locally. Locally, yeah. Yeah, so now it's like I have people that will 
mail me shoes from across the country. I'll have people that wow. are hitting me up in different states now. It's just amazing to see what true hard work and drive can lead to. Mm. So definitely, um, you know, marketing. marketing and Instagram, social media, just to reach the masses has been absolutely fantastic for helping my business grow and develop. Mm. And do you think you do a lot of it? Like, do you think, or oh, you even need to do more? Like, you understand, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So <laughs> to, to go back to your point, so yeah. like Gary Vee, he's always like, post, post five or four, five, five, yeah, five times or more a day on social media, which I don't, I, I, I will post more so on my story yeah. versus like a physical post. Yeah. Um, but I think just posting rep- repetitively is amazing because then more people are going to get attracted to seeing, oh, he's actually doing this every day. Like, I wonder what he's working on today. How's the shoe process going? What shoes is he working on? Working on you know, yeah. So on and so forth. So I think just continuous posting on social media is a huge thing. And that's something I, I know for a fact that I still don't do enough. Yeah. Um, but that's also why I want to try to diversify my outreach. So that's like creating a YouTube channel, which yep. is something I want to do. Yeah. Um, just to get more exposure and things like that. Yeah. No, that, uh, like, shout out to Gary V, man. Like, Gary V was someone that I... Mm-hmm. I listened to a lot in the first, like, you know, before I started what I was doing. He was the one, actually. Just from him, I had that boldness to just fucking go fail or go do whatever. You, you get it, right? Like, his message was simple. Stop fucking thinking about it. You understand, right? right. Just, and who gives a fuck who gives a fuck? Think? Just go do it. Like, you understand, right? right? Like, do it or not, you're still going to be where you are. Like, you understand, right? right. So, and he, he gave this an example where even if you fail five years of your life, you still have... Let's say you're 20 and you and you feel 10 years of your life. You still have 30 more. Like, you still have, you're only 30. You still have years to still leave. Right. You understand, right? So when he said that, I was like, damn, I got to spend at least 10 years of my life chasing something. You understand, yeah, right? You and got that, to. You got to. Like, literally, that, like, there's no hurry in life. And we're going to, like, live in a world where everybody wants something mm-hmm. quick. But, like, no, you, you really have to pay a price. And yeah. if you haven't started, you're behind. You understand, right? Like... Yeah. People are out there posting every day. People are people successful. People become successful because they constantly do something, not because they just random. Like you know, whenever I feel like doing it, you understand. It's like exercising. Right. So if you're not consistent, you gain consistent results. You understand, right? When you're consistent, you do it every day. Exactly. I discovered that I grew from training every day. You understand, right? Because mm. everybody's different. Right. And the competition is huge. And in order for you to like stand out, you have to do what no one is doing, or you have to kind of like put yourself in that place where you you just have a physique that no one has seen before. You understand, right? right? That's the only thing that else people else people wouldn't just be attracted to you. Oh, this average guy, we don't want to see average. The monsters out there that we want to see, you understand, right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like for real. So it just that level of work that you talked about that you put in to reach out to guys in Texas. It's amazing. Mm. It's yeah. amazing. And that's the message that I always love to pass out to people that don't be afraid of putting in the work. Because without the work, no sh- not, nothing's going to work like right. at all. You're not just going to end up in your lap. No. The 0.111% that's blessed and is able to have yeah, that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's amazing. Like you said that like you're a huge fan of like putting in the hours, working on your crafts, mm-hmm. and just always making sh- like getting better at 1% every day, like, it's exactly. huge. And what does getting better at 1% every day looks like for you? Give me an example, you understand, yeah. right? Um, so, I mean, for instance, like, one thing I've been actually trying to do more is read. Mm. Um, I used to hate reading when I was younger, so, like... Likewise. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, 
I'm still dealing with it. But it's uh, it's just like if I'm able to do something that I have struggled with for a very long time or I'm trying to, you know, do to reach one of my goals, I will consider that improving myself mm. 1% better each day. So, for instance, if I'm able to go home and read for 15 minutes, yeah. in my opinion, for what I'm trying to do and reaching my goals, that's 1%, that's 1% better That's 1% better, yeah. Right. Um, if it's, you know, giving back to somebody else who may be struggling or in a, a worse position than I am, I think that's helping myself out and becoming 1%. a kinder human. That's 1%, 1% better, better each day. Different ways. Right. There's, multi, there's, there's very, very different very, ways. Very, very different ways of, yeah, yeah. And I, like I tell, like I said, too, sometimes it's like if you were reading one page a day and now you're reading two, that's 1% better. Exactly. You understand? Like it doesn't have to be a huge act that you do at once. Mm-hmm. Just reading one extra page more. Right. One, doing it one minute more, one rep more, you understand, right? Exercise and doing it one more set or one more rep, right. you're becoming 1% better. And by the time you stack all that together, like you said, turn 65% better by just yeah. doing one every single day. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. Wish we could just be more intentional with life and have that in our, at the back of our mind every day as we wake up and say, okay, today, what, what do I want to do 1% better at? You know, what do I want to be 1% better at? And just, yeah. and just go. And I think one big misconception, too, is like blurring your vision with the bigger picture. So focusing on the bigger picture and the angle, but not the small, minute steps that you need to take to be able to get there. I know. So it's like one thing I've been trying to do. And, you know, that's one issue I've always had is, all right, well, you know, I want to have a whole storefront in five locations within the next couple of years. But how am I going to be able to get there? Yes. So it's focusing on the smaller steps that will help me get there. So then at that moment, everything just falls into place. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, Well, here we go. Got 10 locations now. I'm sitting pretty, you know. So it's just focusing on the little details, I think, will help anybody get to that next big step or the big level that they want. Yeah, and and like for you, like what are those small steps that you have to you have to focus on for you to get to that big goal? Like what are those small steps for you? Yeah, so I mean, just in my current stage right now, um, the biggest thing is you know solidifying this locker unit. So I'm working with a contractor who specializes in woodwork. Yeah. Um, so I've been working back and forth with him for the past couple of weeks yeah. on getting my products done, um, finalizing like what specific material I want to use for the locker units because for the first test unit. I don't want to spend a ton of money because it's a test unit. Mm. So I want to solidify the process first. If this process that I'm able to get and create works, excuse me, then for my next location is when I'll spend the more money. More money, yeah, yeah, the final yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's been a lot of work. You know, I've had to find the right contractor. I've gone through two contractors now trying to find the best fit for what I wanted to do. Um, I've had to, I just filed for my LLC, I want to say two weeks ago. That just went through. So... Um, getting like the legitimacy of my business, business solidified yeah. because I was operating it as a sole proprietorship. Yep, yep, yep. Um, those are all the, the small, small steps. Small steps, yeah, 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 um, yeah. To get to my big goal, which is having the physical store location. Mm, yeah, that's so powerful, man. That, that is true. Like, one of the reasons why people don't achieve their goals or why we don't achieve our goals, I'll use we as an example, is because sometimes the goal is just too big the end goal is just too big that our mind can't even comprehend how that is possible. Right. Or even you how to get there. How to get there. Right. Right. It's just too big for you. You understand, yeah. right? But if you can just break it down into smaller pieces mm. that is doable, you understand, right? And that's like the day-to-day business. Like, how can you be... How can you have a 10 years... How, you, how do you want to have all those 
locations where you don't even have an LLC in the first right. place. Right. You understand, right? right? So like that's like the first small step you can do. Okay, yeah. now you got that. Now you can like you know just slowly. That, that's so power. Like literally, that's so. That's so important. There's this quote that says, you know, how do you eat a whole elephant? You don't just eat that. No. I was, it's never going to happen. You understand? Right. Right? I think that's like the most powerful thing that I've... I mean, you said a lot of mind-blowing stuff, <laughs> but just that <laughs> message, like, I feel like would change someone's life, like, you know, starting this new year and just saying that, okay, you have this goal for the end of the year, but you're not going to just get to the end of the year. You have to take it day by day. You understand, right? And I think life, too, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah. You know, there's... You don't want to move fast. You want to move correctly. Mm. So it's like not ever rushing to achieve your goals because if you're able to take your time and really understand how you're moving, understand each step in the process, it's going to set you up for so much more success yes. when you're able to achieve your goal and get to that, you know, that hurrah moment where you're like, shit, all the time and effort that I put into this is this actually, actually paying off. Paying off I'm yeah. able to achieve this goal. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So like, how do you handle... You know goals that you are, you set and you don't achieve them. Like you know, how do you handle that? You know, like um, it obviously kind of sucks. But for me personally, um, I have a little piece of paper. Yeah. So at the beginning of this year, I wrote down all the goals that I wanted to achieve. Yeah. Um, for myself, so because I have it on a piece of paper on my desk, I see it every single day. Mm. So it's always a daily reminder. This is what I want to achieve, right? So I'm always in the back of my mind thinking, okay, well, how am I? What have I done? now to help me get to this goal get to that whether goal, yeah. it's the one percent better each day yeah so for instance one of my goals this year is to be able to read and finish eight books so if i'm able to read a chapter a couple pages that's still one percent better for me so mm. it's like just having the constant reminder of what i'm trying to do and what i want to achieve and seeing that day day in and day out is something that helps me personally yeah because then it's like i won't get distracted or do something that's out of suit for what i need to do to to try to get there that is that is dope, man. So let's. Did your mentor like help with any of this, making you this you like you are today? Like, how did mentorship help you? You know, because I want to have a mentor too. You yeah. understand, right? But I just doubt it, because mm-hmm. I just I, don't, I like never had about never had a mentor, never you know. So like someone like you that I've had it. Like, what can you share with me about having a mentor? Yeah. How did it change you? Like, what did it do for you? Yeah. So um, I went through this company called Score, Score. Um, in Massachusetts. Yeah. So it's a mentorship program where they help like aspiring entrepreneurs yeah. basically grow their business and help them with like the find my new details and everything. Yeah. Um, so he really just opened my eyes to what it takes to really start and run a business in terms of the groundwork you need to do, the, the, the basics on how to develop your product or service, whatever it is, um, and then really elevate it. But he was able to just open my eyes so much more onto things that I should really be doing in terms of running a solidified business. Yeah. Because before I had this picture in my head, it's like, all right, well, I need to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to, you know, do marketing today, marketing tomorrow, or, you know, all this stuff. So I was getting kind of overwhelmed with everything that I need to do. And he kind of just dumbed it down for me. It's like, Take one day at a time. Mm. Focus on one task at each day that you want to try to be able to get done for your business. Yeah. So when I was able to kind of do that and take a step back and be like, I don't need to, you know, flood my flood my head with, with so ideas, many ideas and all this stuff that yeah, I should be doing. Yeah. You need to do. It's just taking those those small things and working at one task at a time. Mm. Um, that was, I think, the biggest thing that really helped me understand what I needed to do as a business owner yeah. um, to try to really elevate my business to the next level. That you know, I'm I'm still. Working together. Working together, yeah. yeah. So, are you were born, like, you're a natural entrepreneur, or you made yourself what you are today? Like, 
this kill was it in your family was it were you selling lemonades or like you know from a child <laughs> like Gary V talks about he he Gary V was a born like oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a natural like you understand right but like there's some of us that really don't even know anything about it that we have to learn and you know ask for help you understand like what are you is this natural for you or I think yeah, I'm just a natural born hustler, to be honest. honest yeah. um, you know, when I was younger, I would sell like my Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon cards. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I would try to, you know, when I was really, really young, I would shovel people's driveways for a couple extra bucks. <laughs> um, my dad, for instance, has been playing poker with the same buddies for like 30 plus years. Uh, and every time they come to our house, I would grab beers for them and then pay me a quarter. <laughs> so I was hustling them. I'm like, yo, you guys need a beer? You need a beer? Yeah, yeah I'll run beer. there. All right, give me a dollar. Give me a quarter. Um, so I just think I'm, I, I've just always been a natural born hustler. Um, and then obviously going to school and being a business major and then having a love and passion for sneakers was kind of like the best of both worlds into one where it's giving me the opportunity to continue to, you know, live through shoes yeah. because to be honest, it's kind of weird. Like, shoes is like my happy place wow you know like i literally i love cleaning shoes i love shoes like i i feel like there's so much work and detail that goes into shoes it makes yeah. me appreciate it as well because I, I look at shoes as like a fine art mm. you know each pair of shoes has a different story behind it you know whether it's a colorway or a collaboration with some type of company the story behind it um is just so intriguing to me where it's just like it's like i said it's just a happy place for me to be able to work on shoes to 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 buy shoes, see shoes. I love talking about shoes. I can talk about shoes all day. Wow. Um, so I think it's just from like being younger, being a natural born hustler, and then you know the best that of love, both worlds colliding. And then that love for shoes. Too. Exactly. Shoes. The love for shoes. Yeah. Damn, yeah. damn, damn. That's a that's that's amazing, man. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love shoes, but not like the way you love shoes. <laughs> I, love, I love, love shoes, love, bro. Yeah. I I love shoes. I've seen your collections too on the yeah. videos. Thank you. Yeah, Unboxing it's... new shoes and all that. I'm like, this guy got some shoes. Yeah, and like... you probably saying that, huh? That's not close. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, I, every time I I, uh, I look at my shoes, I'm like, damn, you know, I need another pair. I need another pair. Uh, <laughs> what am I gonna get? And then it's like, all right, well, I need to chill out for a little bit. And then mm. a drop happens, and I'm like, all right, I need this. So I'll try to – so I have a sneaker bot, so yeah. I resell shoes too. Oh, okay. Um, so I'll either try to get it with my sneaker bot, or I have a couple um, sneakers accounts yeah. for Nike. So oh, okay. I'll try to get there. But, okay. Yeah. So, like, um, as an entrepreneur, like, what are some of the challenges that you have, you know, been through, and how have you been able to overcome them, you know, in yeah. your field? So challenges um, – I've definitely run into is, I guess I would say, lack of drive at some moments. Mm. Um, there are times where I would go initially, even I would say still recently before the new year started, I was going probably like two to three weeks without cleaning shoes. Um, and it was getting to a point where I was like, is this a, more of a side hustle? Oh. Or is this something I want to do full time as a business, right? Yeah. So moments where i don't have as much business coming in is it's kind of hard for me because i'll try i'll lose sight of the value that i still have in myself Self, and what yeah. i'm able to provide to people because then i'm second guessing well you know i'm not busy with shoes right now do people not like or do people not want my service what am i what can i do to kind of help them understand that this is an added value for yourself and myself and yourself as yeah. i'm able to give you guys the best of what i can do yeah riding your shoes with more life um, but yeah, I mean, it's something that I still struggle with because like if I go a week without cleaning shoes, I'll start second guessing like what am I doing wrong? 
what am I doing that's not good enough to have people hitting me up to clean shoes? Mm. And then it's like, well, I need to do more marketing. I need to spend more time advertising. Yes, it's always you. Right. Building relationships. It's never anybody else's problem except for mine. And you have to own that as an entrepreneur or anything anything else in life. You can't. I feel like people are just so quick to be like, oh, it wasn't my fault. wasn't my fault. Yeah, nobody's helping me. Have you gone outside to, have you posted something today? Have you talked about it? Right, it's it's 100% on you. you, And I think that is something that people always are so quick to do is put the blame on someone else. Mm. That's 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 dope, man. I like how you just, you know, took the whole blame on yourself. You know, it's it's me. Like, yeah, it's because I haven't done what I'm supposed to do. Right. You know, like so. I have. There's. I mean, there literally is no one else to blame except for myself. Five. You gotta wake up and look in the mirror every day and be like, all right, well, what am I gonna do today to better myself or better my business? Yeah. And I think that's something that I've really tried to work on over the past couple months, year, um, is just really owning up to everything that I am not doing or I am doing. Yeah, and, and um, you know, being really to try to grow from that, and another thing is too, you got to celebrate your small wins. Mm, mm. One thing I uh, have struggled with is celebrating the small wins just as much as my big wins, because once again, each win is a win. Regardless each win if is a win, small, regardless if of it's, it's big, a... you still got to celebrate it. For real, for real, for real. I like that, man. I like you said um, said something before that, like um, you got to wake up every day and ask yourself, what can I do to better my business and myself, you understand, right? And better in your business could be sometimes, you might not be working, but reading something, watching a video for you, like, you understand me, right? right. Watching a new video on how to restore you, you better in yourself. You're you, learning. You're, you're learning, you understand, right? So just always being a, a learner is just, it's key. Yeah, it's having key. an open mind. I think. Having an open mind, yeah. And you talk about reading books. What's... What's one of your favorite books like like right now? Like you're reading, like you know, Ooh. a book that just changed your life, or just like, "Ooh, this book blew my mind." I would probably say I'm reading this book right now on business development, and I cannot tell you the author because I'm blanking on it. Gotcha. But for me personally, I like reading books that will either better my business or my physical mental, mental state. state. Yeah. So I always like reading about other business owners um, and aspirations like that. I actually just read the um, Jeff Bezos book on Amazon. And honestly, that is such an amazing story on just his drive and dedication for what he wanted Amazon to be. Obviously, it just started off as a small book online bookstore. Yeah. And then it and now it's- blew up to what Amazon is today, you know? So it's crazy just to see and listen to other people's stories and how they were able to get to the point because that motivates me. It's like, Facts. this is just the beginning, man. Like you, regardless if it takes you five, 10, 15 years to develop your business, business is, it, 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 as long as you can stick with it, there's a bigger picture to be had than mm. shit. I could have the biggest sneaker cleaning business in the world. Hands down. Hands you know? down. And, and it just comes from you making up your mind right? and saying, I just have to be, you know, consistent and keep working and exactly. it will happen. Like, look, now you're doing drop-off locations. Yep. It took a few years. Give yourself a few years, and you're gonna come up with something mind blowing again, right. and say, "Okay, now I want to start doing this." And before you know it, adds up. Right. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. compound interest. And those right. little little wins, like you talked about, adds up and gives you that big win that yep. someday makes you become. That's amazing. And I've just been trying to really appreciate the entire journey, because even now I don't feel like clearly I'm not at the point where I want to be. Mm. But then when I look back, you know, a month ago. A year ago, two years ago, or even when I first started, it's like, dude, you've come such a long way. And I feel like that's full suit with the gym, right? It's yes. like, you know, as people that work out, when we first started working out, we didn't look like this, right? Mm-mm, at all. And it's the same thing. It's like you put in 
you put in the time, you put in the effort and the dedication to achieving your body yeah. each day. And yeah. it's like, look where we've been able to get to right now mm. with, with working out. And I feel like if you apply that to every other thing in your life, it will help you get to that next level and be able to achieve, you know, any goal that you really set your mind to. Facts. Huge facts, man. Huge facts. That's very powerful. Yeah. Like, just slow but consistently. You exactly. understand, right? Like, can't even ex- explain. I would love to um, share a book with you. Yeah, yeah of course. Like, I love, uh, hey, I'm always open to that. Same books that I love to read. I read books that help me grow, help my business grow. And I read books that just... People that have done it before, you understand me, right? Because right. I feel like I know what... If I want to look... If I want to learn about someone who hasn't done it before, it's in my family, you understand, right? No one did it, you understand, right? So in order for me to to be better, because they're just saying, I say, success leave clues, you understand me, right? Yeah. Every successful person, once you read their book, you're going to learn something from them, you understand, exactly. right? That you can add to your own life. So, like, that's... I, I love to read about the Jeff Bezos. I love to read about the Steve Jobs, because, like, it's like... You gotta sharpen your mind, and the only yeah. way you can sharpen them is by reading the stories of people that started from nowhere, nothing, nothing like you, nothing. and just making it like, oh, if they can make it, I can fucking do this too, you right. know, like just mind blowing. Once again, you gotta put the time and effort. Yep, in. yep, yep, and time and effort could be just reading a page a day. Right. You understand, right? right. It doesn't like, have to be. It doesn't have to be. Yes, twenty chapters a day. Right. That's what, like we said, scare people. They have that big goal mm-hmm. of reading a book, where it could be a simple goal of just maybe reading a page a day. Right. That's all. It's all it takes, you know. It's just a small steps to get small there. Small steps to get there. Yeah. Nah, no, this is an amazing. Honestly, it's an amazing podcast. I'm enjoying this. Thank you. So, like, what sh- what what would you have done differently if you could, you know, go back and change anything? Would you do anything differently? Hmm, that's a great question. What could I have done differently? Um, I think probably what I could have done differently is when I initially started focusing more on like more social media outreach. Um, and trying to build relationships with smaller businesses um, and things like that, just in terms of like marketing needs or you know getting a name out there more. Yeah. Um, I would say when I initially started, after I went through like all the academic buildings yep. and the uh, the businesses down in the downtown in Plymouth, I kind of stopped outreach and marketing to businesses, which I think. If I would have continued that, would have helped me out just building relationships and getting more exposure. Yeah. But I was just so focused on getting everything done in Plymouth and then just trying to do like the free cleans and get the name out there. So I think if I could, you know, redo all of that, I would have continued the business outreach that I was initially starting to do. Gotcha. Um, just to help me get it more exposure. More exposure, yeah. 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 It's kind of like never getting satisfied, you know, right. be, being grateful. Be grateful, but, you know, never satisfied. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. that's 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 dope, man. Um, let's see. So you've already, uh, okay, but like, last question, almost. What's an advice you would give to a younger you listening to this episode right now? Never take no for an answer. Never take no. Never, I know it's so cliche, but seriously, guys, never take no from anybody. Never. Continue to aspire to your best self and reach your goals. Yes, sir. Because as long as you do that and continue on your path, no one's going to stop you. Gotcha. That's the biggest thing that I would tell my younger self right now is just don't ever give up. Continue to continue and push, persevere, do all the stuff you need to do to try to reach your goals. 
because I'm still not even where I want to be. I know. Uh, yep, yep, but yep. I'm still pushing through each day. You know, I still get rejections. I'm trying to also work on partnerships with barbershops for yeah. my sneaker unit. Ooh, well. yeah. Um, uh, yep. Sick, that's yep. Sick, so barbershops and gyms are the two main locations two main just locations. because... Obviously, you go to a barbershop to Sneakers are there. Yep. Sneakerheads are there. They're there. I feel like there's such a huge connection between fashion, shoes, you get your haircut, you look yes. good, feel good. Yes. So it's just another added value on top of getting a fresh cut. You can also get your shoes clean. Shoes clean. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So that's the next thing I'm doing, but it's like I've gotten rejected already by like five or six barbershops. Yeah. They don't and, see the big picture. Right. They don't see the big picture. And the thing for them is, too, it's not taking up much space. It's not costing you guys anything. It's... Yeah. Basically, you're getting free revenue from free revenue. cutting you a percentage. Because you're giving a percentage of, right, of yeah, what I know. What I'm generating from your location. Oh, man. Oh, man. So it's, it's just me. So this is another thing. I've gotten rejected a, a, a hundred times now from barbershops because they don't see the bigger picture. So yeah. it's on me to True. try to provide the value to them, show yeah. them what the value is out yes, of this. Yes, um, yes, And really understanding, you know, this is something that could be a great added value for you guys and your customers. Yes. You know? Yeah. Because people are going to go to this location... They're going to drop their shoes off whether they get their haircut from you or not. Yeah. Damn. You know, that barber is nice. Maybe I'll try him out. Once. I'll try him out, yeah. Oh, that's a new client for you. Damn. You know? I know. I know. Like, that is, that's a good one. You know? <laughs> See? You're so. like killing two birds, uh, two stones with one bird. Exactly. Uh, killing two birds with one well, stone. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Like, you know? no. And there's something I learned about, like, selling and, and you know, making people your idea with people for them to buy in is um we should never do it from this is a book called selling you mm. by napoleon hill that i'm i'm actually reading right now it's bro most recommend I, I i would recommend you to read that okay. book it teaches you how to sell yourself to people you, yeah. you get me right and one of the things they said was not selling yourself to people or like not telling them the favor you get from it mm. or the favor they will get from it but telling them the favor the world will get from it. So their right. customers will get from it. Right. You you you, you get right? Yeah. Then if they really care about their customers, then, then they're going to say They're going to say not? yes. Yeah. But if, if you say, oh, you're going to get this, I'm going to get this, they wouldn't really care. Right. You get right? Because they don't really care about the extra. You understand, right? But if you say, hey, your customer, just give them based on their customers or the good you're trying to do to the world. You understand me, right? Like your customers can come and, you know, like, just let, let, let them see from the point of view of their customers yeah. that this is what you're going to help your customers do, then that would be like more, that would be more appealing to them than just, I yeah. Yeah, 100% yeah. I agree. Yeah. Oh, wow, bro. Thank you so much for coming on the episode. Like, um, Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You've already said your YouTube and all that, but I still want to ask you one more time again. How can people reach out to you? How can people support you? How can yeah. people, like, you know, how can people be part of you? Yeah. How can people get how can people get verified honestly? Hey, verified, <laughs> check us out. No, seriously, you guys can go to our Instagram page. It's at verified underscore works. Verified is spelled V-E-R-I-F-I-3-D. Um, underscore works. You guys can go there. You can check out our website at verifiedworks.com. Check out our services, what our business is about. Um, but definitely seriously hit us up anytime you guys need your shoes clean. Yes, sir. We'll take care of them for you. And our motto is we always transition your shoes from beat to heat. Yeah, from beat to heat, guys. Like, for real. I, I'm hooked on him. Like, you understand, <laughs> right? Just the passion that I hear you talking about shoes. That's the kind of person I want to clean my shoes from. Yeah. You get me, right? Yeah. Just that energy, that passion that comes from you. Like, it means the whole world to me. So, guys, don't do not sleep on this guy. Okay, he's our brother, Boston here, local. Like, yes, we sir. have to support him. You understand, right? And it. I don't even know how much it costs, but it's worth it. You understand me, right? Because he's speaking from so much passion. And if you're... So, I'm someone with passion too, you understand? So I know where you're coming from. So guys, let us 
support him you understand right support his business if, 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 if even if it's one even if you can just get one customer from this podcast it will mean the world to me guys go out there follow him support him like his videos post reshare and trust me someone's gonna do it for you too okay so brother thank you so much for coming on the episode like i would still want to i would still want to have another episode with you man like (laughs) whatever whatever you have time let's just sit and just put out some ideas out there for the world you understand right yes so with that said guys thank you so much for listening to today's episode i hope you guys had an amazing time i did i i'm still gonna listen to this episode because there's so much nuggets he dropped here that i still still want to you know write some stuff style you understand <laughs> right so guys this is what this podcast is all about man like you know sharing our experiences sharing our stories and just to motivate you to get started on something too you understand right? like we've seen the story he started from you know cleaning his own shoes to now having a business that he cleans you. That's the same thing that can apply to you. You can start from, you know, doing something so little that you don't even think it makes sense. Like cleaning shoes, you know, why the world is caring about bigger things, you understand, right? Cars and all that. He decided to just clean shoes. Yours, yours could be smaller than the shoe, but trust me, someday you never know where it will take you, you understand, right? So that's the message, man. Guys, whatever you're doing, don't take it for granted, man. Stick, be serious with it, consistent with it, and... Do it with love, you understand? It will take you somewhere. So with that said, have an amazing week, guys. Thank you so much. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, please, please, please subscribe to it too, okay? So with that said, I'll see you all later. Be blessed.